Hello there. This isn't the Comedian's Comedian podcast. This is a little mini pod, a little update from me, Stuart Goldsmith, talking to you to tell you what I've been up to in Melbourne. I don't have a fresh episode for you as yet, uh, but uh, if you if you find this a crushing disappointment, I can only uh, apologise, and I hope that you don't deliberately crash your car off the road in rage, or if you're listening to this while running or walking your dog, ram yourself into the nearest pond in sheer outrage and frustration. I do have, I've got a couple of episodes in the can. One of them is going to be a very long edit and uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. I'll tell you about, about uh, a bit more about that in a moment. Uh, and I've got two live ones in Melbourne coming up. Plus, once things get a bit more settled here, uh, I'm going to race around and see if I can grab some with some local acts that I think you'll enjoy. Uh, and who knows, maybe some uh, big internationals as well. So um, ordinarily, round about now, I'd say something like, um, so this is so-and-so. But... Um, uh, if you care to listen to this, I'm only going to chat to you for 10 minutes or so. Uh, I'll let you know all of the things that I'm currently punting and, uh, and then we'll have a bit of a post amble and I'll keep you a bit filled in. I've only just noticed uh, maybe my throat has dried out a little bit. I don't feel, <coughs> excuse me, oh, I don't feel quite as, uh, as vocally limber as usual. I can only apologize. Maybe it's the single glass of red wine that I had last night, uh, on account of not only cycling to and from my gigs, which I'm kind of doing deliberately to stop me drinking anything, but also on account of having to get up early because, of course, the Boutros and the Boutros's lovely mum are here with me. It's a very different sort of festival all over again. And um, let me just do let me just do a couple of ads at you, a couple of things, uh, not ad ads, but um, a couple of things I'd like you to know about. Remember, the uh, you can get tickets online if you're in the UK, if you're anywhere near London or can be. Uh, you can come and see Jeremy Hardy at the Soho Theatre on the 8th of May and indeed the brilliant Joe Brand on on the 5th of June. Those are the next two Soho Theatre live ComCom pods coming up. The code VERA, all capital letters, V-E-R-A, should get you a discount at SohoTheatre.com box office. Um, so please come and see those. Many of you will know Jeremy from his brilliant work on Radio 4. Joe Brand, as you will know, I mean, she's a household name in the UK, has been for a very long time. So I'm really looking forward to talking to those wonderful dudes. I'm probably not going to call Joe a dude to her face. Maybe not even Jeremy. They're sort of a bit more worthy of respect than that. I mean, if you remember from the Stuart Lee episode recently he was talking about people being presidential i'm expecting both of those to be more presidential than indeed the current american president so um there there are those on the way let me just flick from one page to another on the things that i uh, i wish to tell you about Listen, the main thing is Melbourne is going so great i've had such a good time here it's been like um I landed uh, in the post amble. I'll tell you a bit more about the human aspects of it and uh, the surviving the plane trip with the Boutros. Thank you for everyone that uh, suggested ways to do that. Um, but let's get uh, let's do some hard data. I landed and did a gala set, which I'm really proud of. It's available on YouTube. It's available on Facebook. Uh, if you go to facebook.com forward slash Stuart Goldsmith comedy, you can find it there. And uh, what I'd love for you to do is share it, particularly with Australians. If you know anyone who is at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Uh, whether they be international or Melbourne-based. Uh, if you know anyone in Melbourne, if you know anyone in Australia who might know people in Melbourne, this is, you know, you can never be the architect of these things, but if this clip were to be well-received and watched a couple of thousand times, it would please me enormously. It's so rare that you get exactly the right stuff that you wanted to say, you don't trip over a word, you get it filmed well, you get it shot in a great big... I mean, I love doing the Russell Howard clip. That was in front of a couple of hundred people. This is like two and a half thousand. 
and uh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful clip that I've always, I mean, I've spent the last five years jealously looking at everyone's Melbourne Gala clips uh, from people, friends of mine who've been here. I'm really pleased that I've got one. I'm doing two bits of material. There's two different kind of chopped up ones, or there's there's one clip. The whole thing is only about four and a half minutes. I'll tell you all about what happened <laughs> during the recording of the gala at the end of this. Um, but... Uh, uh, I'm talking, it's the Airbnb bit from my current tour show compared to what? And it is also the harder, harder bit, which was the end of Prick, which I sort of think of as the lost show. I never released it I, for reasons that I, I might talk to you about if you come and uh, see me live sometime and, and ask me why it's my lost show. There's, uh, there, I have a recording, but uh, I don't think I'm going to end up releasing it. We'll see. Maybe it's better to have a lost show than it is to just record, to just release it. So, um, so that's that stuff. Uh, there are some Melbourne live podcasts here uh, on the 8th. Uh, I've got Hannah Gadsby. Tickets for that are available at comedyfestival.com.au. And I'm afraid to say, I'm sorry, I know this will come as a blow to many of you, but Steve Hughes uh, has cancelled. I'm afraid we're not able to uh, to bring you that podcast for unforeseen circumstances and uh, uh, entirely legitimate and serious reasons, which I won't go into now. Um, but uh, I wish Steve all the best and I hope we can get to do that episode sometime soon I do know who the replacement is but until it, the very last piece of the, the chain of command uh, is complete uh, I don't want to release it to you now I will tell you on Twitter as soon as I can officially release that and I'll tell you on the Facebook ComCon group as well um, very excited very excited about the replacement act that's on the 22nd so Gadsby on the 8th and secret replacement act on the 22nd uh, of April at the Town Hall in Melbourne. So if you do know people in Melbourne, do send them along to those. If you're here, please do come along yourself. And listen, my show, oh my God, tickets available for this at comedyfestival.com.au. I'm doing the tour show, right? So this is like doing Edinburgh, except I've already done my show. I'm not here going, oh good, I hope the show works. Yeah, the very first night was a bit like, oh God, they measure distance in what? And having to change a couple of um, tweaks and cultural references. But the show itself, imagine turning up in Edinburgh with a show that you'd done done 45 times and you were in love with and you know the rhythm of it and all the rest of it i'm having the best time i think on my second show here i got a four-star review in the herald sun and again that's one of the aspects of of being a stranger in a strange town i didn't know that that was important i was like oh is that good apparently that's pretty good it's a big national broadsheet and uh, there's a lovely i've been hovering around on the main page of their um, their website at like you know the example of the comedy review section which is great. And it even said, I, I can't, I don't have it in front of me now, but it's, I, and you know, I don't read them. I did read this one. I broke, I read it because it was just, it was thrust under me. And before I knew it, it was only short. I've read it. Um, but the headline for it is something like a really useful sentence. It's something like Goldsmith whizzes through an hour of comedy, like an F1 driver, which, I mean, I've got no relationship to Formula One, but so often, you know, you'll see comics, you'll see me clipping things like really funny, so-and-so, or hilarious, something else. It's really nice to have a sentence that you can just chunky isn't it it's like whizzes through we all i mean everyone going to comedy thinks i hope this is quick <laughs> and, uh, certainly i do and so i hope it feels quick so for something i mean i'm really pleased with that and i'm sure you'll see that on my uh, on my bump for uh, for many many festivals to come really pleased with that it is so hard though to get uh, a crowd into that room because I don't have my I don't have the Edinburgh gang like uh, you remember me saying this year doing uh, last year doing compared to what in Edinburgh it felt like the switchover year it felt like oh this is the tipping point where more of these people know me than don't very exciting what will comedy do 
It'll keep you humble. That's a potential ComCom t-shirt. It'll keep you humble. Um, Coming to a new town where you're walking out, having to win them every time, it's really exciting. And fortunately, I've got a great show and I've got the gears and I've got the experience now to make it all work. I'm really enjoying it. But listen, you know, it's clear what I'm saying here. Please send some people along. The more people we can get in that room, the better, especially at the start of the festival. Send them along sooner rather than later. If it's you, come along sooner rather than later, because that really helps me. Now's when we've got reviewers in and we've got, we want to be generating word of mouth. So if you know anybody, you want to share that clip with them, uh, you can find it on YouTube, on the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash comcompod. And holy hell, I mean, I've just been getting editor Daryl, hashtag thanks Daryl, to stick up a load of uh, recent episodes there to make the show a bit more discussion. They've not been getting that many hits. YouTube, as we know, is a giant bin and you throw things into it. Um, But uh, the Stuart Lee one turns out, my God, he's like 10,000 views of that one already. Um, And some very funny comments. So well done, everyone that has been playing along with Stuart's Stuart Lee has let himself go game. There have been some very good ones on there, as well as some slightly crap ones. Um, but uh, So check those out. On the forward slash ComCom pod YouTube channel, you can subscribe to that and you can catch up with the video stuff that I put on there. That's a good way for you to share that video with buddies of yours, the, the video of my gala set. I'd really appreciate that. If you're someone who hasn't donated to the show or hasn't done so in a while, I would consider us quits. You know I don't want you to feel guilty because nobody, you know, lots of people can't pay. But if you can pay me with five minutes of your time to click on that thing at Stuart Goldsmith Comedy, that's the Facebook fan page, or on the YouTube channel and share it about the place, I would be inordinately grateful. It's just so nice to go. There we go. That's the thing. Big room. Show went well. Edit's great. Bam. Let's get that everywhere. So that's how you can help me today. And I hope I can go back to helping you soon. And um, these are some things I've got in the pipeline. Lost voice guy. I don't know if I, rem- I mentioned this, but Lee Ridley, brilliant stand-up comedian and also someone who has cerebral palsy and as a result cannot speak. He's been doing shows, activating preset, pre-recorded uh, computer voice. He's got a voice communication device and he has an iPad, which he is able to live decide which joke to do next. He's an incredible live act, absolutely hilarious. And we did a really interesting and fun very invigorating podcast together where i sent him some preset questions i made up some questions at the time and then waited while he typed extensively we recorded for nearly three hours that will all boil down maybe into a 40 45 minute episode um, of me speaking with lee's communication voice speaking with lee via his communication voice and um i think it is a really interesting and really fun episode so that one is going to be coming out soon um, I think I'll put the Hannah Gadsby one out next week and then maybe Lee and we'll start to get back into the swing of things. It's busy here. Oh my God, it's busy. And I'm here with the boy and the boy like Edinburgh. I was there with the boy and his mum last year in Edinburgh and uh, it was very busy, a very different type of festival, but he wasn't making that many demands on my time. And now I see why all the parents that you speak to, they go, it changes, it gets harder. No one wants to tell you early doors that it gets harder because they need you to get through it. But it gets harder. The time is devoured. And so I'm here feeling like a terrible parent because I'm not spending enough time with him and feeling like a slightly less than totally hardcore fringe animal like um, like I would normally be. You know, I like the hustle. I like flyering myself. I like getting out and meeting people, doing as many spots as possible, doing all that stuff. I feel like it's 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 a challenge. You know, I'm doing both of the things to the best of my ability. It is a challenge to do it all. Where does... I mean, God, the best thing you could 
ever give someone is time, isn't it? I think that's why one of the one of the the best things you can do for a person is to give them your time because isn't that the most valuable thing? Holy hell! Listen, I won an award. I mean, this is that's a gear change. <laughs> this is the, the second most valuable thing you can give someone is an award. I won the best show at Leicester Comedy Festival. I didn't even really know I was en- eligible. I I got nominated for it, and this is this happened like two days ago. I found out because. Um, Peter Dixon. It can't be that Peter Dixon. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's like Chris Dixon or Peter Smith or something. But someone on the Facebook group, I'm going to try and work it out now as I talk to you. And someone said, oh, well done, Stu, you won Best Show. And I had that lovely moment of going, um, oh, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm sure I didn't, right? I'm sure... Uh, I mean, I don't want to believe that in case I remember. God, I remember in 2005 when I did the So You Think You're Funny final, at which I came uh, fourth equal with everyone, uh, apart from the top three. Um, I remember Tom Allen and... Now, who was it? Was it Joe Wilkinson? Came third, Tom won, and... It, there was a weird moment backstage where the, it was read out the wrong way round, and everyone was looking at Tom going, well, it's the wrong way round. That means you've won. That means you've won. And he was going, no, 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 I don't think so. I, I had one of those moments of going, oh, this is, this is some sort of mistake. I won a thing. My show, my new show, I can reveal now, the show is called Like I Mean It, and it's going to come to Edinburgh in August, of course. And uh, the preview of that show in February at Leicester won Best New Show. Or best show. I didn't even win best. I was reading some of it off notes. I mean, the 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 worst lesson I can learn from this is to be underprepared. But maybe that's the best lesson. Maybe this is this is what I've been saying all along. I've been trying to get looser. I've been trying to be less scripted and more inventive. Oh no. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> Let's leave that in. <laughs> Daryl, please leave in the moment at which I looked at my phone, saw that it was blanked out, pressed the button. It stayed blanked out. And I thought, oh, my God, when did this stop recording and the battery die? And said, a very honest, oh, no. <laughs> that is a, that's a, re- a real insight into the life of a podcaster. It turned out it was still recording. So that's good. At least I didn't swear too much. Um, so... That's the lesson. Maybe I've got to be flappy. I've got to be uh, loose. I've got to. That's when I create best. It's certainly better for me than, than sitting in a coffee shop sweating over a, a hot screen. Um, so I just want to thank everyone involved in that. It would be completely wrong of me not to point out quietly that awards are meaningless, criticism is meaningless, there is no industry, none of it exists, it's just you and your jokes and all of us and all of our jokes and the audience and it's that relationship because I believe that firmly but it is awfully nice to also get an award. <laughs> Whose joke does that remind me of? Oh my God, this is... Oh, we have a visitor, so I will, I'll go. Um, but yes, I think that's the thing. You need, to, uh, you need to have a healthy understanding that awards and criticism are all meaningless and actually you're there for yourself and for the audience. And, uh, but at the same time, if someone is kind enough to give you an award... There is absolutely no shame in saying thank you for my award. I'm very excited about it. And apparently they even send me a physical trophy, which will sit in a very empty trophy cabinet very proudly next to my uh, third place Street Performing World Championships Award 2008 and my Malcolm Hardy Cunning Stunt Award. Um, and my, well, hey, there's four now. There's four Best International Guest at New Zealand Comedy Festival, which is uh, not... An award for 
tidying up the flat after you leave, <laughs> even though it sounds like it. So, you know, I, I don't want to bang on about these things, but I have. But I'm proud of them. So thank you, people of Leicester. And uh, if you've last thing, I will put a video up on the, the ComCom Facebook group of me being a very tired dad changing uh, uh, the Boutros's nappy in the toilets of an aeroplane at 50,000 feet. It's a funny video. I'll stick it up there, see what you think. Um, there's, it's, there's No poo is visible, and I've cleverly edited out his face. My friend Sean has edited out his face, um, but uh, I think it's quite fun. There's also a second video of me having completely lost my sense of humour, having been on the, fl- on the flight for maybe 20 hours at that point. But it was, thank you for all your tips on how to survive it. It was survivable. And then, of course, you land and you're like, yes, we got through the flight, we've been dreading it for months. And then you go, oh, hang on, the baby's got jet lag. Oh my god. Comedyfestival.com.au for your tickets for Hannah Gadsby, Secret Other Guest, and my show compared to what at the Greek Centre, 8.15 every night. And if you are in Melbourne, if you've enjoyed it, if you've seen it, please share it around. Tweet me at ComComPod. Tweet it at your friends. And uh, let's try and mobilise some uh, Australian pod fans and get them involved. Great podcasts out here. Carl Chandler's Dum Dum Club is here. Zoltor is out here. Zoltor himself bugling away. Um, and uh, plenty more besides. So thank you for listening. Uh, Apologies for no real content this time, but uh, that's where I'm at. A couple of recommendations, just if you have listened this far. Deanne Smith, absolutely brilliant. Auntie Donna, I'm seeing tonight. They destroyed the gala. They took the roof off, so I'm going to go and see them. Can't wait. Um, Aaron Chen, I saw do five minutes at Crab Lab, and he was new and fresh and very, very funny. Had a real kind of Simon Munnery idea-smashing brain on him. And uh, saw Tom Walker last night, who I believe got the Newcomer Award here at Melbourne last year. Um, And it's fascinating seeing that kind of post-Golier, post-Dr. Brown, Trig V, Spencer, Paul Curry, those kind of shows become a genre in their own right. I have to say, in the first few minutes, I thought, this is a bit derivative, and it absolutely wasn't. He destroyed with some very inventive, very original ideas, and I had to slightly eat my hat and go, oh, I mean, five, six minutes in, I'm eating my hat. It was a quick hat eat. Um, and go, this isn't, this isn't derivative. This is a genre now, and he is contributing to the genre as much as the next person. This is a really, really good show full of breathtakingly funny and inventive and stupid ideas. So uh, go and see Tom Walker, Erin Chen, Auntie Donna, Deanne Smith, uh, Des Bishop smashed it last night. I saw him do a brief telly set. Uh, Ahir Shah did some great stuff for British actors out here in Melbourne. Um, and, oh God, what was her name? I've seen Becky Lucas, she's very funny. And then there's another, is it Rebecca Walker? Oh, we're going to be hearing a lot about her. She was terrific. So look out for all these people. Thank you for listening. I'll be back with proper content soon. And uh, yes, if you know any Australians... Get in touch with them, email them, Facebook them, send them along. If you know anyone in Melbourne, let's pack this place out because the show is rocking. The audiences are sweet. And uh, basically, if I get to fill the rooms, I won't need to do any flying myself and I can be a dad for three hours a day. It would be so sweet. That's him waking up. Speak to you soon. (laughs) 